0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your alcoholic, barely functional, pizza-eating motherfucker, John Wayne. Here I am. I am in the Neon Palace of Sin, where I reside, in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And this is a special episode because Typically, I have, uh, you know, uh, the the interview ones are people, you know, I have my my friends on, uh, artists around the the world that I meet, and we we do the podcast, you know, uh, and we put it on the the Patreon feed. Today is a special occasion. I'm not uh, doing it like that. I am putting this in the main feed because it's a, a, dare I say, a blessed time uh, to be here and to be alive. One of the reasons is because you know him, you love him. Uh, my my partner in John Wayne is Dead, the band, Chris Jett, is here from Houston, Texas. Uh, Chris, welcome. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you know, I've spoken of Chris a lot. He's a man of few words, but uh, hopefully we're going to get him to say uh, all those words he knows on this show today. Uh, but we had a, a show. He came into town. He's in town for a couple of weeks. We played at Artifice the other night. It was great um we're playing at berlin if you're in las vegas come see us on uh, october 3rd that's tuesday but we also have a very uh, another very special guest uh one who i have wanted to get on the podcast uh, for a while but we've had scheduling issues you know how it all goes we're all working our asses off hustling here but this is a badass motherfucker who i've met uh, shortly after i moved here to las vegas we've become fast friends uh, he is one of my all-time favorite comedians in this entire city of Las Vegas. Uh, comedian extraordinaire, Bad motherfucker, my friend, Pat Chase is here. Pat. Hey, what's up,
1: John Wayne? Thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. Good to man. be here, finally. Fuck yeah, I know. We've tried to do this a few times. It's but, all good, man. Um, It's good to finally have you here. Thank you for coming out to our show today. And it right?
1: only uh, literally like three minutes from where I live. I know, isn't that Just awesome? Just
0: across, I was like, wait, it's not really that close. Yeah, anymore? see, that's, that's fantastic. That's so why I rolled off the couch. Don't, <laughs> dox me, <though>. don't, <laughs> no. don't dox me. Don't no, no, dox me. I'm not dox me. No, uh, but welcome. It's good to have both of you guys yeah, here. Like, like, like I said, said chris chris is here we're playing some shows we're also e- eating at uh evil pie for lunch yeah. three days in a row Ooh, <laughs> man. all three days sit. that chris has been here that's some good three days right there well here's the deal vegas like you know are people listening evil pie is really fucking good and you can go in and get a slice it's like the deal slice of cheese which is a big ass slice of pizza your head. and a beer. For eight dollars, eight bucks, it's eight, eight thing, bucks, dude. and that's all you need to eat. If you're hungry, you're walking around on free money. Right, that's it. That's if that's of that all beer. You're, happy, you're fucking need, dude. you fucking you need. Sometimes you need a nap. Don't get like you know two, uh, you know like oh one slice. That's not it. I need two slices. You fucked up, dude. Yep. You're definitely taking a nap after. I have two, two, two. yeah. Slices yeah, you know. of that pizza, but anyway, this isn't branded content. Right, <laughs> that's true. Evil Pie is good. We're having. I mean, I say that all to say, you know, Chris has been in town for a couple of days. We're having a good time. We played one show already. We've been rehearsing. It's all going well. Um, the other night at our show, Pat came out as he, he he's uh, won, uh, want to do to support. I'm a fan, yeah. I, I appreciate the, the shit Especially out Especially when you two are like just the duo. It's cool, man. I, I love... Uh, my favorite quote from you the other night, Pat, was we finished a song and you were like, Damn! I forgot you guys were good. Yeah, Several <laughs> so, was like, what
1: the fuck? They're like, "Oh so they are, they're
0: good, man." But uh but Pat, you so you are a comedian and you yeah. are here by uh, as most people who live in Las Vegas, right. we are transplants, right? Yes, yes. So you are here by way of Chicago, right. Illinois, Chicago, right? And uh, how long have you been here in Vegas? So
1: I came here after pandemic. So about a little over three years now.
0: Okay, cool. So I'm uh-huh. like I'm coming up on my two year. Yeah, yeah, and I love it, dude. Like, where are you from originally? Houston. Too. Houston? Houston. Oh, that's right, Houston. Huh? That's, where, that's where Chris. So is. what I
1: love about here, dude, no mosquitoes, bro. That's true. People bro. never even talk about that. I'm like, yeah, the summers are hot, but then Chicago, they're humid and hot and miserable anyway. So. Yeah you're in the AC regardless. But yeah, I
0: like it out here, man. And the scene is cool, too. Absolutely. Um, one thing I'm gonna ask you to try to stop doing is beating your goddamn floor on oh, the feet sorry, on the floor. <laughs> People are gonna be t- be like, why I'll is forget. this guy beating the feet on the floor? <laughs> sorry. That's no, that's right. fine, because I like. sometimes we'll be doing this like in a hotel and I'll be talking to somebody and they're like, ah, yeah. ah, and hitting the table with the mind. I'm like, stop it, stop it. No, you're fine, Pat, you're, you're amazing. So you're from Chicago now. Chicago is, Famously known for being a comedy town, you I know. It was hot dogs. Well, yeah. there's a whole there's hot. A th- whole th- whole th- I want to. I want you to stuff. weigh in on yeah. that too, oh, but man. but I definitely will. Weigh we in will, it. but um, you know, Chicago. You've got the Groundlings. Is that out of Chicago second city? So that's all right. So
1: when I started, Chicago was. a, uh, like a really big Mecca for improv comedy. Improv right? New York is, City was which is like never good. Stand up. Stand up mecca, right? There's comedy clubs on every corner in New York. But when right. I started it was Second City. You had improv Olympics or IO. Right. Comedy sports, Annoyance Theater, all these improv uh theaters, which Second City is probably the big one because that's where <laughs> Lauren Michaels would go and purge talent for SNL. Right. right. So like Farley went there, the uh, Belushi's both. Ackroyd, uh, right? Murray, yeah. Ackroyd. Well, he was a transplant from the Toronto Second City. Which oh, was that's C T V SCTV I, back then, like I went there. So In, I S- went to
0: Toronto. I, went to, yeah, I got to go so to the Second City and see a show. That was,
1: they had like John Candy, Rick Moranis, like yeah. the Eugene Levy, all the Canadians, right? The SCTV. that was like before SNL. Uh, but either way, I, I started in Second City as an improv and I, so really, you did. I didn't like it. I don't like improv. I'm
0: not a fan. You not know, fan. I've said it before. I'll say it again. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, poetry and improv to me are the same that even when it's good, it's bad. Right. No offense to my poetry friends same. out there. Sorry. But uh, it's just that's the best way to describe right. improv. And, I'm, I'm, I'm and I you. do. I do. like I, You know, when improv is done well. Like, you know, you get high-level people, like, you know, on your comedy bang-bangs right. and that kind of shit. Like, that's a different level. And it even that can be bad a lot of times, right. too. More times than it's good, it's bad. But that's the art and the joy of improv. I get it, I get it, I get it. It's a gamble. But it's I, unscripted. I, I, I enjoy it, but I, myself, as as I'm sure you are, I'm a more of a, a fan of stand-up comedy. Yeah. Chris, where, where do you land on this? improv? Chris and I, uh, Pat, I don't know, if, you know uh, if I told you about this, but... So Chris and I were in a touring sketch group for about two and a half years in Houston called Micro Satan. Okay. So it, was, it was a nine-piece, nine-person group.
2: There's a lot of people. And
0: we put on one live show a month was at it the like theater. Was it like long form or? It, no, well, it wasn't an improv show. Oh, it was okay. a sketch comedy show. Oh, gotcha. So what we did was like, it, we'd get together, have these meetings to write the show, and it would have like a main theme of the show and uh chris and i our our characters never wavered we were the the house band so we would open the show play the theme song this
2: music yeah we 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 would heckle
0: because we were just supposed to be like punk whatever and we would also then like you know we'd have our sketch or whatever for the show so we'd come up from the you know do our thing or whatever but they were always like well written out they were they were awesome we toured with two different shows that we wrote to tour with um and it was that was awesome but uh i still you know we weren't like chris and i weren't comedians we weren't right. in like we were in this group with all of these people Talented that were dudes. in the com, com, like comedy writers of Houston yeah. Okay, yeah. I was a right like writer of you know I write horror fiction yeah, and right. stuff like that and I did theater all through high school and all in college and stuff so I, I'm in. I, I know that and mm-hmm. we loved comedy but we just kind of this whole group came together like a weird Voltron forming of people right. from, like, the art scene, from us just seeing each other at all the different events, like Grown Up Storytime and Neo Benchie and going to Beta Theater and watching things. So that's how that all came together. And Chris and I just kind of, like, lucked into it. And we had a, a blast doing it. But, Chris, what do you – do you prefer, like, that kind of comedy like we did? Or I, are you more of a, I, a stand-up guy? I like or like
2: sketch comedy uh, improv. Not uh, No, not improv. Just yeah. like stand up, like 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 stuff on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a stand up, like a
0: stand up guy, like a like um, what Pat does. But like I, I
2: prefer watching like. Well, I used to watch a lot of SNL. I haven't watched much of it recently, but. Yeah, I mean,
0: I haven't watched it since When like, His World Was Kinda. Yeah, I've been I falling know. off of it too, like since like Will Ferrell and them case Yeah, but but, <laughs> you know, but I love stand up comedy. I love it. And I love, I do like the storytelling mics and stuff like that. And I would love to do stand-up comedy, but I respect it too much to say like, I'll throw stand-up because it's really a true... Right Dedication to this craft You can't half-ass Thank you yeah, It's not a hobby, man if It's, it's not a hobby If, if it's your heart hard.
1: isn't fully into it You're going to be mediocre And you're wasting
0: people's time it, 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 I can only imagine It equates to Like that kind of thing to you, It equates to us Where it's like You get the weekend warrior Dad bands that Right, yeah. That have jobs and money So they can buy all the they Cool all equipment the Right, yeah But they just play The shitty fucking Cover okay, we're gonna play play But I've we got two. a gold-top Marshal Right, a fucking I've right, I mean, a gold-top Les Paul And a fucking Full Marshall. Yeah, this year's Trish's bonus. That's JCM the- <laughs> uh, eight hundred. They don't make these anymore because carry like it'll be some bullshit <laughs> yeah. like that. But so, did you started doing stand up in Chicago first after yeah. you got out of improv? I'm right. sorry. So okay. I started so. Second
1: City because I was like, oh, I got this money right. I, I quit my day job. Well, I but get
0: this money. No,
1: no, no. I quit <laughs> this day job to get another day job, and I had like, uh acquire a little pension. And instead of rolling it over, I'm like, oh, I'll just cash it. Cash it I yeah. was like. Six grand after taxes and all that. I got in the penalty. I was like forty five hundred. So I'm like allegedly, IRS. whatever. No, they took the taxes out. I'm like take allegedly. all that shit out. Whatever. <laughs> so it was. It was enough money to uh, sign up for like a year worth of Second City, which is fucking expensive, right? Sure. And everyone there thought they were going to be on SNL, like. Right? I went there just to learn the art of improv, right? And just kind of see what it would take me. So you were like an right ultimate beginner, my... right?
0: Like uh, So you were like an ultimate improv beginner. Yeah, up, yeah. Into that. Whereas just, and like and then it, I did a an audition, lot of people. And then I did the uh, conservatory.
1: Well, actually, I, I auditioned for that a lot. Then I got on a show and it never got produced so that didn't pan out. And then I was like, you know what? I don't really want- I didn't like theater anyway. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of over actors in improv yeah. trying to like make the I- scene funny.
0: No, it, like that's improv though. That's right, improv- I get it, but yeah. it's supposed
1: to be organic. So yeah. the, the fact it's not scripted is like, you know, it, you just let it organically happen. Don't, I like. Why are you talking in an English accent all of a sudden? People
0: do try to make right. Choices they
1: try to make it like over like, to funny, force yeah. things. Like, oh my, like, well,
0: just uh, be normal, dude. Like, it reminds me, of like, like in the office when they go, they show clips <laughs> of Michael Scott's improv, and he just always oh, like, turns it into a gun. Like, right? Yeah, you're dead. It's like you have, <laughs> but those people really do exist in improv classes. Yeah, in improv it's teams. true, right? They come in and just hijack the scene and some yeah, weird exactly, fucking thing, bro. Um, she
1: got, it got
0: annoying, but here's the funny
1: part. I would, after class, you know, because uh, Second City's right downtown in Old Town, right? Zany's is right across the street, which is like the oldest club, yeah. stand-up club, right? Stand-up club, yeah. So I would go there after class and just catch a show and just watch, like, stand-ups, right? I never mm-hmm. did it before. And then I would go to these open mics after class and just watch shitty comics, mm-hmm. get up there and talk for five minutes, but with confidence, but not funny. And I'm like, you know what? If that's what it, if that's what it takes, I think I can do it just on my personality. Right?
0: Was that your first open mic at So,
1: so then no, I nope. fucking oh. so then I had a little extra money and I found a stand up class at the Cubby Bear on the Interesting. north. Interesting. Tell me about this. So you're guaranteed a show at the end of the three weeks or four weeks. How much was this? It, it was like three hundred bucks. So you paid three hundred dollars to yeah. play a show. To your 100%. Yeah. Base one hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, and the guy is teaching it like he was. Basically, all the shit that I learned at Second Yeah, it was like those who can't teach, right? Who was it? Was it
0: a comedian that? Uh, no, the, that he, works he doesn't. At all no, he, no, he
1: used to. But he teaches the comedy college. Jim Roth, good guy. I'm not talking shit because without him, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, long story short, like three weeks goes by, and there's all these kids in the class, and we only perform to each other, and I suck because I need an audience, mm-hmm. not a bunch of peers. So, he's like, I don't think you're going to really do well on
0: stage.
1: What a great teacher. Dude, right? I'm like, I'm like, why? He's like, because you have no energy. I'm like, you don't have that killer instinct,
0: Pat. So, we get on. <laughs> it's
1: a full house, dude. My friends, family are there. Everyone, It's like 100
0: people. It's there, bring, a bringer show, though. Like, yeah, a
1: total bringer show. But everyone brought people, yeah, so it was yeah. perfect. Um, and murdered it. Dude, I did like 10 minutes. So, I was just do five. just crushed it. Because I had an was audience. on the light? Yeah, well, he didn't even light me. He's like, yeah, you are okay. crushing it. I'm like, how much did I do? He's like, you did over to eight. I'm like, why didn't you like me? He's like, because you were killing it, man. I'm like, all right, good. So, and then did he change
0: his tune after? Yeah, that? he was
1: like, I'm like,
0: yeah, I only said all that to you to shout. That's right. That was it,
1: bro. I'm like, man. I knew you had the itis in
0: to pull it, and I pulled it out of you. So and I was you know like that. done. I was
1: like, all I did. And he's like, You want to come back for the next session? I'm like, no, I'm done. I got all I needed out of this. And then I just God, started no more money. I started hitting up mics and and like kind of Pushing my way into shows and being like, put well, me on your show. And then I met Mike Okendo or the Mike Yo Show, which is a Latino show. Right. And they embraced me, and that's where I got my, my stripes in, in what, Chicago Comedy. What club was that at? Uh, Joe's on Weed Street. He It's a big bar show, but he, oh, okay, cool. he runs that, man. And he just had his last show there like a week ago. But it's 20 years going, man. But he does all over town, too. Fundraisers. Um, so it's like a pop up show that they, they big produce, but he's like the man you know, right, when it comes right. to Latino Latino comedy, but he'll throw me in there too, because I can work any room. Yeah, black, white. Well, depends on the white people. <laughs> the hipster, doesn't ones, it always? The hipster ones that are all political and have a lot of shit uh, on agendas on their mind, I don't really gel with. But just your regular people that. Like you guys, just yeah. you love
0: comedy, right? And, and so I wanted to go back, like you were saying earlier, like uh, when you're in the class, like, first of all, like classes that teach the arts are always like, I was making some jokes, but like, yes, you get things out of them, of course, like right. and you, you meet good people and there can be good ones, but it's so, it's such a sticky wicket to, 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 to teach. It Cause shit. it's like, especially like something like stand up comedy, which like you were saying, yeah, we're, we're doing our thing, but it's just my, my peers in the room. Stand-up comedy, and I know it, this has been said a bunch, but it's like one of the few, like, artistic crafts that you can only get good at by doing it in right. front of people. Yes. It's not like, uh, you, you know, I, I can come back here and run scales. like pract- Chris right, you and can I, I practice We play for like an hour and a half practice before we, you know, before you got here. Right. To get ready. Like, but stand-up comedy you could tell yourself that you're gonna stand in the mirror and talk but that doesn't matter because yeah there's too many very vari- variables in stand-up it's never the same you no, you know no. you you it's a push and pull you're you're trying to harness that energy and it's always different right right i'm not trying to speak i mean like you know no, you're right so that's why like i don't have an utmost respect i don't have, have, intro, for I don't have a guitar coming. to
1: get the audience into it right?
0: well you don't you know you you have like you know but and it's also different in that like even if we're on a show with a couple other bands. It's, it's gonna be other punk rock bands or rock but whatever but when sometimes in comedy shows like you have to reset the energy of the room when you're following somebody depending on the style what right. they end on right, am I right like, yeah it's subjective but, but yeah you can like and I get some audience. headliners like I worked with
1: uh, Dave Coulier you know Uncle Joey on Full House cut it out right <laughs> so I opened for him all weekend and his, his rule because he's a clean comic mm-hmm. anyone opening for him gotta go clean like and it's Christian. Now, how do you get that gig?
0: I, well, how do you get a Dave Coulier
1: gig. And also, why so soon? It was at. <laughs> right. It, it was at. It's, uh, a comedy. it's a comedy show. It was at the improv in Schomburg. That was like the club that would book me to MC and stuff. And this was in, in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I don't know, they would just hit me up like, hey, you want to host this weekend, Dave Coulier, you got to go clean, can you do it Okay, minutes? cool. So
0: that's, okay, so you right. you work the club and then they like, right. they, it, well, yeah. I, so it wasn't like Dave Coulier was like, no, but I'm I, th- th- thumbing through the Chicago right. funny yeah. pages yeah. and it's like, yeah oh, this
1: is, looks like my pages. man. Yeah. Um, no, so they, the club books me if they don't have their own MC or opener,
0: right? Gotcha, gotcha.
1: So... I'm like, yeah, dude. I I loved him in Full House. Actually, he was a very cool guy, dude. In the green room, we uh, had a, he's a super hockey fan, Detroit. Yeah, Red I, I, So I was, I'm seeing the feature. Uh, another dude from Chicago, but actually lived in Detroit. So him and Dave Coulier got along great, mm-hmm. and they ended up. He ended up working with him on like. Uh, on the road a few gigs oh, just because of that
0: day because that, of that, that week that happens a lot it does so that's why you gotta be cool with everyone yeah, you do you do can't absolutely. be a dick to people now did you ask him about his his uh movie theater blowjob from Alanis morrison no or? i didn't ask him See, about that I would be like you know <laughs> i asked him about the relationship
1: though and he was like yeah she that, that would I'm, be
0: my opening he's joke. like i don't want to <laughs> say
1: she wrote that song about me he's like but i will say she i can't say she didn't so
0: either way Okay, dude. Right. Oh no. Yeah, like you're you're do, what are you being so vague for? Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> cut so, it out. So the thing is though, I it's his audience, right? So get yeah. back to setting that energy, right? Okay. I gotta yeah, go yeah, clean yeah. and I gotta open the, the show for this guy, man. So but cut, I like full house, house, dude. So I use that to get that energy Because like, everyone else probably seen him in full house. So I use that as a common thing theme to kind of get the audience going. Like, who watched Full House? Blah, blah, blah. My favorite episode, I did a bit about where he So you just kind of like made up some
0: new, like kind of like new material on the fly. A cute little Full House page just to to get everyone to gear it towards him. And then once I had them and
1: then it helped me not swear either.
0: I said shit. See, that was another thing I was going (coughs) to ask you. How how hard is it to make the transition? If you have, you know, if you have your act that you have your bits you're used to doing, how easy is it to like, well, I'm sure there's some that immediately you're like, can't do that. And oh yeah, there's a few. Uh, the it, Rimming one can't do that. Oh okay. like,
1: like I do Catholic churches sometimes. They're like no, uh, no priest bits, which I don't have any. Okay, we'll talk. A, put a bit right. on mat. Sorry, a the radio edit, you gotta, right? You so how hard
0: is it though to like keep yourself from a swearing? So it's
1: happened before, but here's the thing: I'm not a vulgar comic, right? I don't have any super. You're not. Yeah, I've bits. seen your acts a few times. Uh, right? I swear only right, because that's how I tell. That's how I tell stories. And f bomb maybe it's because it's the emotion. Right. If I'm telling a bit about road rage, yeah, and I'm saying frickin' poo-poo head, you know I'm like embellishing and not really getting the yeah. right words in there. So I would just do hits <laughs> about You freaking poo head. Right? Like this freaking jerk cut me off. Like, no, this fucking asshole is about to get a either way, but yeah, so I just have to slow down. And just kind of pick a story where I know I could tell, like I'm telling my family, like yourself. So, well, no, I'd swear more because my family's crazy. But, yeah, you know, just pick a, a story that I could yeah. tell at work, basically, uh, without like worrying about swearing. And that's all I did, and, man. And it's, I could go clean. It's just that is it's like a watered down version of
0: me. Yeah, I mean, and clean is also a weird thing because it like, it's not only not swearing, but it's like. Well, don't talk about this and don't talk about Right, that. like there's Dry Bar there's comedy different show. different things of clean. The dry so. Bar is
1: like a Netflix special for clean comics. Which, should I mean, Dry Bar? Dry Bar comedy. Does yeah. that
0: mean like you? everyone sits in a bar that doesn't serve? Right, movies? I don't know, but it's
1: like, a, it's a well-produced comedy show. Like, it's an honor to get a, a, your own dry, dry Bar special, but I'll never get one.
0: Fuck that. Because
1: not only do you not have to swear, but like, you can do jokes. Like, I know a cruise ship comic who submitted... And they, like, ran through a set, and they're like, you got to take this one out. And it was about being a vegetarian, like, making fun of that, like, the attitude of vegetarians. And they're like, you could hurt people that are, and it's like, dude, no, fuck that, man. Like, I should, that's a choice anyway, right? I mean, it's
0: not like you're... Saying the n word, right? So and vegetarians
1: that choose that lifestyle. <laughs> you weren't born that way, it's not like yeah, a disability.
0: Yeah. It seems, that, and also, <laughs> I'm sure talking about vegans was right out of the question, right? Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, I talk about them on my bus all the time,
0: yeah. Yeah, Scarlet's a vegan, the lovely Scarlet. Shouts out, baby. We love you. No, love I love you. vegans, and They're fun to make fun <laughs> but of, but she doesn't cool. want cool. anyone to know. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Closet, we love you. Oh, no, love she's me. in the closet. Not, you guys are gonna get me trouble. Oh, you. shit, we edit that up. No, I'm gonna edit it louder. So, um, so Pat, so you, you know, I imagine that like, uh, you know, with, what's his name, Uncle Joey, you guys had a prayer circle beforehand, but that's fine. Um, no, but, uh, so y- you get going in Chicago, you're doing those things. You're hosting at this club. Yeah. improv, really working nice at that team. club. Yeah. Uh, where does it go from there? Where do you get, like, do things start ramping up between yeah. where you're like, First of all, how many years have you been in comedy? Should so uh, I so
1: started, well, Second City I went in 06. So I started standing up for You like, were six years old? No, two thousand six oh six. No.
2: Okay. I was
1: about six when I started comedy. Then. Nice. I fucked first grade, too, and it was a whole... You fucked first grade? Fucked, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> is, you, so, me so, you No, I'm just You're the you. one with the headphones I can't I can't You
2: talk. should be out of hear us so. all. Hello. <laughs> oh, I um, fucked the shit out of first grade.
1: 2006.
0: So what is that? Math-wise.
1: So, that's when I did Second City. I really started uh stand-up, like, taking it serious, like, 08. Okay. So, still, yeah, about, like, 15 years yeah. or so. right.
0: And so, you're in Chicago for a while. What is, what is happening there with your career, with the comedy that makes you so want to make the, the jump to come to... To Vegas, uh, 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 yeah, right. um, so the entertainment camp, yeah, Um, so yeah, Nevada.
1: let me, yeah, let me speed up here. So, no, no, take your well, time. Well, no, I'm just saying, so not come start, too quick. You I know, start just... getting <laughs> these gigs from the Mikey O show, and they're pretty big. Like, it's Joe's on what he's is like 400 people, man. Nice. And the first real show I did, he's like, he, I met him in Elgin, and that's where I kind of lived, down in Elgin, which is like uh, north of Aurora.
0: Fuck You, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Um, and he's t- and I'm like, hey man, I, I got into stand up. I've been to some of your shows. I don't, I never, I don't know how to get booked. Is there an email I send you or what? I'm new, right? And he was like, all oh, right, you have three minutes. I'm like, yeah. So he put me up at this little bar show he was doing in in Elgin because I, I purposely went there to meet this guy
2: because
1: mm-hmm. in that comedy class at Cubby Bear they mentioned him. They're like, he's a good guy to uh, connect with if you were trying to get stage time, right? So he I did three minutes there, he liked it. So he had me come to Joe's on Weed Street that Sunday night. He's doing a big show there. Like 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 I said, like three hundred people, man. So I was like, Oh shit.
0: So they set you, like, he was like, you got three minutes? No, no, he was like, now
1: you're doing five. Oh, shit, now okay. you're doing five at Joe's.
0: The three was a test, right?
1: He's like, I can see if you get a type five in. How confident were you in that three and versus So confident minutes. in the three, dude, because I I crushed that Cubby Bear show, man. Right. And this is a real opportunity. And I'm like, I'm funny, you know, I was confident. Mm-hmm. I haven't bombed yet, you know? Yeah. Um, so... The three was good. Then the five, man. Big show, dude. I brought my mom and dad, my brothers, a couple friends and shit. And, uh, and I'm like the only white dude on the bill, but I don't care because I grew up watching In Living Color. Yeah. Right? And I liked In Living Color. You could color. do what you wanted to do in Living Color. Right, exactly. And I grew up around like a mixed co- Like my brothers were Gangbangers and shit. I grew up around like Indian,
0: Filipino, black, and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Right. I'm just saying. We know. We're all. Inclusive, I try better in that environment. A, wait, are you at. Like, is this a Latino show? Is this yeah, a black Latina show? Yeah, Latino show. Because Latina. we talked to different comedians that like, they that tell that talk to me about like, yeah, I love to do like black rooms or because urban, it yeah. like da-da-da. Or I love to do the, the Latino rooms because this and that. Yeah. So like so this is a this is a predominantly Latino room. Yeah, America.
1: right. So I'm there, dude, and I do that five minutes and I murdered it, dude. Because the energy man, I felt it, you know? Right. And it's only five minutes, man. Yeah. And I had the energy on stage, similar to how I kept banging my feet. And it's yeah, like so I it's get yeah. that energy. Uh and it was just exhilarating. That's when I knew like I got the I'm fucking, I'm gonna set my heart into this stand-up shit. And just kind of grew from there. Met other good comics that were like headlining, kind of not big shows but bigger shows, and they would have me open for them, and that's how I met other bookers through them, and just kind of built a network. Instead of sending clips to bookers, comics would like actually put me face to face with them, you know. Right. And they could meet me in person, give me five minutes, and there's my audition. And this is just, wait. but this is still in Chicago. It's we all in Chicago, right.
0: through Chicago. All in Chicago. And, and then, you said you haven't bombed yet.
1: No, then I bombed. I, I bombed a few times after that. I had my first real experience in Michigan. Tell me about Tell us about that. Sagatuck, Saugatuck, Michigan. Saugatuck. Right. right. So yeah. it's like the colorful part. It's the, we'll say the Key West of uh, Michigan, right? Oh,
0: God. And it's okay. around yeah. Halloween, okay? okay. And, and I
1: don't know this, and I didn't need to know it. But the manager puts it in my head. He's like, oh, just so you know, don't, don't do any like, gay jokes, you know. This is, uh, and they, they just had their pride parade. Like, uh, they do it in October there, right around Halloween. So it's very, uh, so there's like, trend, like people dress and drag all over. It, and I'm like, how am I not supposed to make fucking jokes? An allied community,
0: shit. so they could right. don't make those jokes.
1: So I did on, I did anyway. I opened with some cheesy ass, like gay marriage joke. <laughs> did they hook you off? Right I'm away? like, no, <laughs> but dude, it was, I couldn't get a groove going. I'm like, ugh. So it was like gay marriage. I'm like, that's I'm like, you're lucky. That's amazing or whatever. I'm like, or no, I'm like gay marriage is so new. uh, Wait till gay divorce becomes a thing. Yeah. Like that's gotta, that's going to be the most difficult divorce. Like who's going to keep the dog who keeps the big sweater
0: and, and, and you're doing and, this, and it's just crickets. And they're just
1: staring, and I'm sweating, and I'm like, okay, moving on. And I couldn't fi- figure out how to get out of that hole. Yeah. And I'm supposed to do 30 minutes, and they lit me after 10. And I'm like, why did you wait 10 minutes? Oh, God. And I, and I get off stage, and the guy fucked up my name. He's like, all right, that was Pete Chase,
0: everyone. And I'm like, thank
1: God. They're going to be Googling Pete Chase and he doesn't exist. So,
0: so I've heard that sometimes the comics will to throw off other comics potentially uh, when they bring them up. They'll fuck their, like, they'll be like, all right, coming up next. We got a guy He's from Chicago. Uh, I guess he's funny. Uh, Pete Chase, come on up. No, mate. they
1: don't. They do that on accident. It happens. And you. But don't you people do don't do it on purpose? No, man. It's always think? a mistake, dude. Oh, uh, well. Okay. Unless it's a weird name. You're a weird one. Well I'm, I'm, No, but sometimes I just mumble it real quick. I'll be like, John,
0: because like, I don't know your last I, name. I w- yeah, I would, tr- when I ho- I hosted a show in Houston called uh, Neo Benchy was an alternative comedy cinema uh, event. But I like I would always like try to make sure that I had the names of the people memorized because it would usually be like, sometimes it'd be one person or it'd be a, a team of like two people. Right. And I'd want to make sure I knew their first and last names without having to look at my. Yeah, my, you don't want to look. Yeah, Because I'm just like, the, the I like to be professional, dude. i do and yeah. riffing, and I'd be like, da-da-da. And sometimes I would just be like, brain fart. It man. would just leave my I mind. i dude. Yep. And I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, uh, you're like, I just uh, talked to him. These guys, they're, while uh, uh, well, I'm digging in my pocket, they're like,
1: it's fucking Brian and Coco. Yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah like, go, uh, right. Brian and Coco, I guess. I just did that yeah. the other night to a comic I've known well. Uh, Sean Fitzsimmons, right? Yeah. He books shows. I work with him for, since I've been out here, I know him very well. And for some reason, I said Sean Fitzgerald. And I brought him up. I'm like, Sean Fitzgerald! He's like... And something was off. I'm like... And he gets up, he's like, Fitzsimmons, you asshole! I'm like, that's what I did. I, I'm Peter like, why did I... So sometimes something will come in my brain yeah. quickly, because I'm thinking like, alright, what am I going to say? How am I going to bring him up? And then his last name, like, another dude, this guy, Derek Lang- Venus from Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Derek Legvenus. Leg Legvenus? L-E-N-G-Vengus, whatever that, Lang. Venus. Oh, it sounds like, like his, well, language, I'm like, like his uh, leg like is Give it penis. up for Derek Leviticus, which is like, the Bible. Yeah, dude, I said that, and he was like, all right, give it up for that guy. And he like, fucked up my name. And I'm like, where the fuck did I
0: go up?" You guys got a street fight out in the parking lot and shit. <laughs>
1: No, comics don't so know how to street
0: fight. Um, so, so, okay, so then like what you're saying is like, you. so you then bomb at this show and you're yeah, like, well, so, I can't do comedy in Chicago oh, no, anymore. Do, I have to so move. The, no. guy, the guy that was
1: driving me, it was, I was with the headliner. So we're driving back. It's, uh, it's about two hours from Chicago where we were at the whole way home. He's like, he's like, you're not going to like, go home and kill yourself. Are you? Because <laughs> I'm just in the Jesus car. Jesus Christ. We like, right. we stopped was that from, bad? Yeah, we stopped for Wendy's, dude. And, uh, I don't deserve it. I could it barely even eat. I just like taking little like, bites <laughs> and just, he's like, dude, you're not going to like, kill yourself, right? And then the one guy was like, man, he's, he, the, the host had to, like, wipe down the seat and everything because I was sweating so bad. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's how bad that. it was, dude. I, I walked out of the bar. As soon as I hung the mic up, I went straight outside and did, I walked, like, three blocks in a circle. Had, like, eight cigarettes and just was like, what the fuck was it? I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do comedy. So then I went back a year later. I'm like, this is going to go one of two ways. And my brother came with me because he was, like, hoping... Yeah, to see the same train wreck that I oh, talk no. about. That's why I love my. F- they're like, either you win and you kill it, and I'm happy, or I get to see a train wreck, and I'm that's, happy. Fun, that's right? funny. That's even funnier. And to me, I'm like, fair <laughs> enough. You're getting, you're win win either way. Yeah. And uh, second time back, murdered it because I'm like, how I can't do any worse. Right. So knowing that in your head, yeah. I'm just went up there and I didn't give a fuck and just murdered it. And then the guy was like, Have you been been here before, the poker? I'm like, motherfucker, I was here last no, year. No, uh, there was a guy uh, Pete named Chase. Pete Chase. Yeah, that was yeah, kinda, I, calendar, I, I get confused right, for him sometimes. My twin alter ego kind
0: of dumber and uglier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pete Chase was here. Uh, yeah, that guy sucked. Um, so uh, let's go put a pin on this. We're going to take a break and uh, for our sponsors right now. And we'll be right back with Pat Chase and Chris Jet. <laughs>
2: Woo!
0: Books, books, books. There's so many books. How do you know which one to read? Help me. The answer is simple, easy and fun. Just read a John Wayne book. Mm. All doctors agree. Reading John Wayne's books is guaranteed to improve your health. Doctors? Doctors? Oh. Hello, I'm a doctor. That's why I wear these glasses. Now, we all know that reading can improve your health. But if you read John Wayne's books, you're sure to be a healthy one indeed. And if I were you, take one. Eh, why not take two? You won't be calling me in the morning. Huh. I'm John Wayne. Now, We all know reading is cool, but do you know what's also good for your health? That's what doctors say. So if you want to be cool and healthy, you should crack yourself open one of these bad boys. You can't go wrong. And remember, I'm John Wayne. John Wayne's books not guaranteed to improve your health. In some cases, health may worsen. Other side effects may include advanced onset horniness. John Wayne is not responsible for your horny nature. Okay, we're back. Uh, Chris Jet in the house. John Wayne is there. Yep, What's up, still Chris? Here. Uh, Pete Chase. Oh, i made mean, Pat Chase. Here. Yeah. Uh, we're back. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Pat's comedy. Bombing. Bombing. So you, we were talking about you went back. You went back to this place. Went back
1: to Saga Talk a year later. Yeah. And my brother came with me, hoping. To see one of two things. Either I bomb again, Mm -hmm. he gets to watch a train wreck, Mm -hmm. uh, which he was excited for, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. or I get to, you know, redeem myself and uh, kill it, which that's great too. So he's like... But
0: you did, and you killed it. Right.
1: Uh, But I'm like, hey man, if you get to witness another train wreck, fine dude, and that'll be the last time I come there, you know, because there's some rooms like, that I just can't get over, right? Like, there's a few places that i done shows there where I'm like, I never like the energy there. Maybe it's just something in my head. Right. Um, so usually the first this time I do a show somewhere, I it's kind of, I'm a little nervous. Like, it happened to me here at the L.A. Comedy Club at Strat. Like about, guess so. Yeah, about two weeks ago at the Strat. Um, they gave me an opportunity to host there, which I haven't done. I host at their sister club at the Oyo a lot. Uh-huh. So, Friday night, they're like, you want to host the 8 o'clock show? Fuck yeah. Like 200 people there. Good crowd. And I went in, but I'm like, all right, never done this room yet. I've been here, seen it, never yeah. performed here. So, just a little bit of, I guess, butterflies, but I know
2: I'm confident. Thought I thought you were going to say Butterfingers. That too. <laughs> oh, I, I Chris, can't. what were you going to say? I said, we get that way when we are playing music in places. Like, oh, we got to play this place again. Or like, we didn't do well this time. Or like. And then we kind of like hesitant on taking right, it taking of, those shows. At not those, me, I'm awesome all the time. Oh, yeah, no, yes, no, 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 yeah. But there's places yeah. that we wouldn't play anymore. No, absolutely, just, yeah. There's absolutely. just some places
1: I'm like, you know what, man, never did good there. They didn't pay me, didn't want. It's really ain't worth me to go there, right? But sometimes it's in your head, man. So I would I, say
0: 95.99% of the time, it's in your head, it
1: is, right? And that's the
0: t- that's and that, what well, I, that goes for all. All performers, all artists. And that's they, why you
1: get people that listen got to understand, because don't give up. I, I try a venue three times, man. Yeah. Usually after three times, I, I'm, I'm comfortable. And I, I'm like, cool. I know the ins and outs. I know what kind of crowd yeah. it is here demographically and just how the wait staff is and all. Like, that kind of shit makes me nervous, too. Just the, the whole it's, everything from start to finish, before and after the show, just how I present myself to the wait staff and 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 management there's no the crowd. there's no
0: constant in this there's no test constant that you can set things to in things like stand up comedy in live music in a lot of live performance it is and even like going to these horror conventions every like week it, it you cannot not ever set your watch to what to expect there's going to be there's so many variables that come into play which is what i think makes these art like this is like a this is like a living art you know you have to be there to experience it comedy set pat, pat chase is my favorite comedian in las vegas and i go see him every time it performs and i know his set in and out but i guarantee you it's a little bit different and there's nuances every time because that's how it is just like when we play chris sometimes you know, we'll maybe get a groove a little bit more on this song or we'll just speed through them so we can be done and we don't want to play at this place anymore. Right. You know, it's 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 like that. Um, but you talked about not quitting. Like, that's the thing that... That's the one uh, piece of advice that I give to other writers who ask me. Like, the best thing I can tell you is just don't quit. You can't quit. It's not an instant gratification thing. Neither is stand-up comedy. Right. However, if, when I'm being rejected... Uh, for a manuscript or a story it's an editor or a group of editors sending me back my rejection when you're doing stand-up comedy you have to do it in front of an audience so either you're like winning them over or you're being rejected by like four to four hundred people whatever the the audience is but that's how you do it that is how you get good that's how you learn what you're made of yeah that's how you get you, you it's how you build those muscles, right? Just how it is, and
1: it's, you don't know, through that except for doing it and doing
0: it, and stick, doing yeah, and doing and, it well, right? I'll represent I, I, trees, I'll raise a book hey, When you edit this, you need to throw that in. There. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't own when, the rights to that, so oh, uh, I don't. Know, I'm, not, I'm not editing this, by the way. Oh no, <laughs> this is raw. Yeah, all those times you said the n word; those are staying in. Oh shit! Yeah. No, I don't do it. We're having a conversation, do This that natural. Yeah, so. So you you do that show you're killing it you're rising you're you're still in Chicago what's happening where are we at now are we starting to get the, the bug where we're gonna move yeah
1: so start now things start ramping up quickly right it was New Year's Eve uh two thousand eighteen mm-hmm. uh I, the Improv booked me to feature uh,
2: in Chicago which is,
1: which is the middle right So you have had uh MC right host. And then the feature is does like the 20 to 30
0: Feature minutes. is the one that goes on right before, right before the headliner. Head right. So you have your opener, yeah. you have your, your host who is between everybody, and then you have your feature, and then the headline. Just yeah. for the listeners. Right.
1: So this is the first time they let me feature there at the improv. which Nice. Who was it It was for um, Steve Trevino. He's out of Texas. All right. Oh, wonderful. Really cool dude. Very nice. His wife and their kid came with. They were really sweet. Uh, I was hanging with him, and it was New Year's, so New Year's is on a a Monday. So I got an extended weekend, right? So they're like, "Um, you know, feature uh, Thursday through Sunday, and uh, Steve's staying for the New Year's show. You're going to feature there, too. So then I feature all weekend, killing it, dude. Mm -hmm. And then they brought me into the side, like uh, the management there. And they're like, how do you feel about headlining like a night? Because they'll give locals like a Thursday or Sunday to headline yeah, yeah, if, yeah. The, if the National Act leaves after the Saturday show. Right. They'll give out like free ticket vouchers just to get people in. Paper pimp of the room, as they say. Right. So in the, in the industry. Or the so street. they're like, how do you feel? Do you have uh, 45 minutes to an hour? I'm like, yeah. Did so, you at the time? I. I
0: That, not he, that you had done live? Second? No, hell no. No, okay.
1: But I knew I could put it together. Right, right. No, so they're right, like, it, why would you so feel comfortable they. doing that? I'm like, not till spring, man. Like maybe April. May, and they're like, all right, why so late? I'm like, what do you mean late? It's like, kids are like, can you market yourself? I'm like, I mean, not as a headliner right now, but I will. I just need some time.
0: You're like, you kidding? Look. So they're like, all right, cool. April, May, April, May, fine.
1: Then I get to call February to do it. Two months, way soon. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm ready. I'm as ready as I want to be. Uh, If I can't pull it off, big deal. But I'm sure I can. They want you. So they I, I, I did it. <clears throat> Nervous, man. Fuck, dude. Because now they're paying to see me, right? It's like, it's a feature. It don't matter. It's, if the headliner sucks, they want their money back. If the feature sucks, they don't care. They don't even know. Right. That's why there's no pressure there. That's why everyone loves that middle spot. But uh, so I, I had all my homies from like Chicago, the suburbs come out. Um, it was a good show. I did like 45. Uh, killed it. It was great. Uh, a
0: lot of it was fluffer, though. But, uh, dude. I, I was going to say, were you at any points where you were like, man, this is, I got to be almost done. And you check the time and you're like, just only like, three minutes have gone by. I, did, like, I of, did some crowd did work. <laughs>
1: kind of talked about how I'm, like, first time headlining. Just kind of, like, interesting. Just had interesting, just Interesting fire yeah. to keep myself. But I did do a, a good, like, 35 of solid material. Like, yeah. Um. So it was like 10 minutes of just fluff. But still, not bad for my first time. Yeah, great. So then they let me do it again at the end of the year. Uh, and this time, I was a little more prepped and a much better show. Seasoned. And then and then 2019, they let me do it three times that year. So I had five headliner sets under my belt. Then the Laugh Factory in Chicago, they had a show, like uh, a, a independently produced show, but it was at the Laugh Factory. And the manager there introduce you to the guy running that show because they mm-hmm. do like a headliner after each night. It's like a showcase like yeah five comics do 10 and then a headliner does a half hour. Right. So they booked me the headline there. I did that half hour great and that uh, laugh factory I wasn't working at a lot. So that helped me get more gigs there. Yeah. Uh, and then the comedy bar opened up in the where Geno's East is right downtown uh-huh. in Chicago. Um, and they started giving me work. So now I'm just working. So books. things are like, ramping up. Yeah, yeah people just quickly, are, dude. People
0: want to be in the Pat Chase business yeah, in man. Chicago.
1: And I'm like fucking meeting all these cool acts and emceeing uh, like bands and shit. I got to uh, this brewery down in Tinley Park, mm-hmm. uh, 350 Brewing Company. Really cool. They're like kind of like Berlin, dude, if Berlin was a brewery. Are they heavy
0: metal themed? They're like punk rock theme, yeah. I think I might have been there. So
1: actually. MXPX singer Mike Herrera. Oh, yeah. had, they they had, did their beer there. Yeah, yeah, he had a collab with them and they're debuting it. So they let me like open the show
0: for MXPX. Yeah, like it was well, it was him doing his acoustic, yeah. but yeah. Chris and I are both big fans. Chris is a bigger fan than me. I'm oh no, but we we both love them. So, so Mike was such a cool dude. His girl came
1: or some I don't know who it was, but yeah, uh and, Well, he had another gig in Peoria the night after. So they put him up in this nice hotel across the street, and I'm drunk because I'm like drinking with them, and mm-hmm. I'm like throwing T-shirts out, I shotgun a beer on stage, because mm-hmm. dude, when you do comedy at a, for any band, no one cares, dude. It's, not, com- yeah, it's band. Standing it's so am like take a laugh. At doing like comedy jokes. at a rock
0: and roll show is a different animal. No, I just, I, just I gotta yell, and comedy. Comedy. I'm like, oh, you want to see me shotgun? It's what? more about energy. It's, yeah, it's got it's a, that, and that's why comedy is so it's so awesome to be able to like flex those, you, you make those different muscles strong so you can go host a show where there's rock bands and you right. can do like uh, the, the 30 minutes for like the 10 up hey, yeah, and Yeah, and I knew like, better. I'm like, don't do jokes, don't do material, just, just fuck with
2: The it. clean sets, you just... Yeah, it's
0: like, it's it's all those... Tools in your belt, basically. So that was
1: dope, man. So I got to do that, and Mike was a cool dude. He let me stay in his hotel because I got wasted when I was driving home. Did you fuck him? No, he he was oh. gone. He left. He was oh. like, I'm, I'm not using the room. I'm like, oh, I'm oh. going to use it. So, uh, you fucked him, though. No. <laughs> he would not man. Nah, <laughs> I don't have a thing for bass players. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a the, the, no, lead singer that, you know. bass players, right? Um, uh, yeah, we Yeah, Mike is awesome. He, no, he's cool. Super cool guy. So then... Now, before I moved here, before pandemic, the last show I did was at that same brewery, but at their headquarters where they bottle all this shit. So 600 people in this big uh, warehouse, right? They had all the seats set up and uh, they booked Kevin Nealon to headline <laughs> and uh, the host couldn't make it. his like flight was delayed or something. So they called me last the day of. Yeah. They're like, Pat, dude, we know you can handle this. You mind hosting tonight? For Kevin Nealon, we can give you 200 bucks and fuck all the yeah. free drinks and all free beer you want. Uh, I'm like, can I bring my brother? And he, they're like, yeah, dude, just be down here by 7. I'm like, fuck yeah. I tell Aaron, my brother, my dude, gets guess what I'm going to do? You want to
0: come do? see me maybe fuck up again? He's uh, like, yeah, Aaron, I'm, like, Yo, Cause I'm like, yeah, Because I'm like,
1: Kevin Nealon, brother. I'm like, I always wanted to And that's to news him. to me, dude. And, we went, and I went and I hosted it and it was fucking awesome, man. Was and he that's, cool? Oh, dude, he was so cool, man. It's such like a witty... Just like, I didn't know when he was joking or not. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's not. got that like, hey, I'm, I'm. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're like, me? are you fucking with me? Yeah, right. <laughs> because like, <laughs> it's okay. Really? Are you really Kevin? Hi, I'm Kevin. Kevin? Kevin. Yeah, is. that's how he oh, was. Right. I'm like, I, no, okay, Kevin. I Hi. guess you are right. <laughs> yeah, Uh and he was so cool, dude. And that was like, I was like, fuck yeah, man. You don't get these opportunities if you're if you're not confident and constantly trying, right? right. If you give nothing up, nothing happens on the couch. Yeah, dude. Nothing and that call, I took it, man. And those opportunities are what i live for and i'll I'll give you one more so before i left uh for vegas the improv i was opening for this dude dusty slate he's out of nashville Mm -hmm. kind of like a blue collar comedy guy hilarious though um and uh his fucking flight was running late friday so they're like pat he's not gonna make it the first show do you mind headlining it and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm ready to well, back. Were you already dude. on the show or no? I was. I was already oh, featured. Okay. So they're like, you just headlined just a week headlining. ago. Do your same headline. I'm like, dude, I got this. I'm like, but make sure his people know that it's me. And I don't want to get tomatoes thrown at me because they think he's coming oh, out. Oh, right, right. Me. Make sure that they know. Right. That right. And they're on. like, no, we told them all. Tonight,
0: and... the Butt Midler's part will be played by Right, <laughs> yeah. What? No bad yeah. Midler? <laughs> <Right>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so it was all good. I crushed that show. And he was like, he came in mid-set because his flight finally came. So he was able to do the second show. Oh, cool, cool. Two shows. Cool and he was go. like thanking me. And he's like, he's like, anytime you're in Nashville, I got you on any spot you want. He does like Zany's yep. And the Grand Ole Opry a lot. Yeah. So I haven't cashed in that chip yet. Uh, but I will soon because I'm starting to get my groove back here. And I want to try
0: to get on some road gigs out of Vegas now. Much like Stella got her groove back, you are <laughs> grooving at this time. How so? What like? What is the catalyst that you're like? I'm going to Las Vegas. How does that happen?
1: So that pandemic kind of did it for me. I, I hit a rock bottom in like 2019. I I fucking lost my job. I got evicted from my awesome apartment in downtown. Well, my roommate who too who was super cool, but we kind of had a falling out for a minute. But it's all good now. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't afford shit. Everything, like, the pandemic didn't hit yet, but I was struggling. So I didn't move back home with my brothers, and they're not the best, like, influences on me. So they want to see you fail. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're both, they're, they're not, they don't want to see me fail, but they're not, like, the most positive gotcha. people to be around. Not right. that they're bad. It's no, just. No, you got to surround yourself with energy. Right. That's fine. Don't know so, uh, no explanation either. So either way, I did that, and then, um, and then I had a, a a good show on the north side at this hunky tonk bar. Uh fuck what was it called? They just opened it too. I forget the name of it, but it I was in Andersonville up up north. And Mike Yo gave me that show. And okay. I was running it and then I fucked up and I was like I for some reason they switched the times and I thought the show started at eight and I left work at like six thirty. I'm like, all right, I'll get there right around seven thirty. Shit started at seven. I'm like, motherfucker, everyone's waiting for me. Um So they let me slide on that, and then uh, I like overbooked someone or double booked it. I I was fucking up, man. So I got fired from that show. And then I got another gig canceled on me, and I just was like, no work, wasn't making money gigging. And then I blew that one show that I had, my name was on it and everything. So then I just kind of gave up. Well, I didn't give up, but I took a break from comedy because I had to just get my shit together. Yeah, just myself packed together. So then that pandemic hit, which was kind of nice for me because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, cool. Welcome to my playing field world. Like everyone else is at rock bottom now. Good. Um, and then I live with my best friend. His family took me and I lived in their basement for like a year. But I mean, tell them they had a home theater. It was a nice basement. <laughs> out in Chicago. Um, yeah. So I um, did nation. that. Okay. And then during pandemic, I got a business opportunity in Vegas. And I'm like, I got to come out. I got to get out of Chicago reset start something new mm-hmm. get new material and just because in chicago all my material is based off chicago shit right right um so With i just need dogs, kill what uh, uh, yeah uh, shitty <laughs> politics wind, holes, yeah cheese yeah, yeah. polar vortex all that crap yeah yeah yeah. so i just need an la fuck la yeah i want to move there and it's too expensive so is chicago but vegas not, not expensive, man, compared to the, those two Comparatively, no. And,
0: no. and And this is the entertainment capital of the world. Well,
1: I'll tell you this, a small city, but a lot more opportunities than I would have than I was in Chicago.
0: Absolutely. So is, the, uh, then, so the uh, job opportunities will brought you out here. What is that job?
1: So my friend Ian, who I knew in, in like grade school, he, uh, he was like, I, I didn't talk to him for probably 20 years and then my mom passed away like five years ago, six years ago Press and I'd seen him at the uh, memorial and we chatted and um, he was like in the secret service for a while and he, whoa, whoa. yeah, I know, I'm like, damn, roll that's him I saw you, you were
0: like, uh, aren't Are you always in the secret service if you're in the secret no, service? No, he quit. No? He oh, quit. shit.
1: He quit. He's like, I couldn't stand it anymore. He's like, he Told me some stories, man, just about the people. He can you was... tell
0: us what president he was?
1: Uh, well, for? Obama, he did both terms for Obama, yeah, and I think he did Bush too. He was in it wow. for like 13 years, 14 years or something. That's oh man, That's... get
0: it. So See, could can he come on the podcast? Yeah. And then, he the told, well, then he <laughs> told me
1: that he was in like the a special task force where they oh, like fuck, do yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I'm he's, he's like, I can't even that. talk yeah. about that shit.
0: You just put us all on the list
2: by
1: telling right. us that. So, either way, he well, he's that life's over. he's dead now. Right. Go ahead. so he starts. <laughs> uh, he so back home, he owned all these like uh, indoor paintball. He's a big athlete, so he had this sports agility training camp, mm-hmm. uh, where because they closed down all the Dick Sporting Goods, so all those spaces were like cheap for rent. So he rented. Where? Them. In Chicago? Yeah. Well, a few of them did. Yeah. So he rented so like. Is, I see those. No, in Gurney Mills. Here. The one died. The I'm gonna Gurney say, they're Mills like
2: small. resurging right now. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So
1: one of them went under and he used that for like his sports training facility. Cool. Oh, and then he turned the it into okay, an indoor you. paintball and then it took off. So then he moved out here to start like an indoor or like skate parks and also like control, like a That's collective, cool. collective for, for artists to mm-hmm. come meet and just kind of network. Uh, but it never took off because the city don't make it easy for new business owners to do business and permits, all this shit. So that didn't work out for him. But that's not why I came here. It just got me here. I came here to do what I'm doing now, which is start over in comedy and level up.
0: But so that job was like, that was what the opportunity was. Like you're like, I'm gonna come out here for that. that Yeah. But but really to re to. It got to me To comedy. Yeah, like, all right, I have an
1: now excuse to move to out do of Chicago. Comedy. Right. Yeah. And I told him that. I'm like, your dream collided with mine, uh, but let's help each other out. Like, if that business panned out, it would be my job. I would be making money there, but I would still be doing comedy. I didn't want to get a job, like in Chicago, working in a cubicle. Right. I was like an insurance broker making good money, but I hated it. Like that, yeah. And it could, and I couldn't focus on comedy 100%. So I'm going
0: to ask you about your current job, but what was the first comedy gig you did here in Las Vegas
1: alright so here in Las Vegas I well I 18 been over here that's where the
0: smash are Chris that you want for five bucks uh, so I, I started there
1: just doing their open mic that's how I got in the scene just kind of introduced myself mm-hmm. and I would do their open mic a lot and then uh, kind of met a few people that I still talk to now and the rest of them that's the other thing about Vegas it takes like two years right to weed out the doers and sayers yeah so, um, eighteen Ben is where I first started, and then Wise Guys opened up here. Wise Guys, famous comedy club, right on Main Street, uh-huh. and that was like the
0: first club I did out here. I was just there. There's another like, Wise Guys in LA, right? Isn't it out of? No, it's
1: out of Utah. Utah, Utah that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mormons or that's something, right? Isn't it? Or Latter Day Saints. It's they're, like, they're Mormons. Yeah, same, all the same thing. So yeah, Wise Guys like the first club, and then I just started doing bar shows, and now I work at a lot at the OYO over the Vegas comedy and rock club. Yeah. And then L.A. comedy club starting to get me, and then did a couple. Sh- I did some shows at the Life Factory down in Long Beach. That's a cool club.
0: Do you do anything at the South Point? At their comedy. Oh club? yeah, I did
1: the. Uh, oh yeah, the Dirty. That was yeah. like the first big show I did. The cool. Dirty at twelve thirty every Friday night. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I did that
0: a year ago. A lot of comedy comedians that I I, I follow or whatever that like always speak highly of the South Point. It's great. Yeah. And every time I'm leaving town, like I drive past it, and I'm like, I gotta go check out the comedy here. Um, but so you're, you're doing that, but like interestingly enough, you stumbled upon like this date, your day job that you have now, that is a huge, it's very conducive to what you do basically kind right. of comedy wise. So tell, tell us about that. So yeah, the job
1: I have now, which I got to work tomorrow, gonna, it's called comedy on deck and we do tours I'm a tour guy, basically. Right. Uh, on a bus? On a, a big coach bus, 55 passengers. I don't drive it. No. The driver drives... That don't, don't let you anymore. anymore. No, it's CDL. No, hell no. But, uh, and to the Grand Canyon. So I pick up passengers. I like got on the strip, 6 a.m. Um, and they all, like, different hotels. You know, I have my manifest. Like, today your Golden Nugget, bellies and whatever. But I'm on the bus with 55 passengers from all over the world. And I just tell jokes while I tell them about the Grand Canyon. It's a for 10 hours. Hour day. 10 hour day. I'm
0: on the mic for a good six. I told I told Chris, like, he was, was like, like, how long is you out there? I was like, like six like hours, hours, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it takes, it's a long day. But, like, here's the thing, like, that's where I, and I, and you and I have talked about this before hanging out in Berlin and stuff when you were telling me about this gig. It's like, you get to, Workshop material oh, dude, all It is a time, blessing. dude. John Wayne. You're like, just like you're it's just a like, dream job. You're just woodshed like you know like woodshedding is a term for when like uh, in guitarists when you're just like like just, you're just doing, doing riffs, right? Right. Doing all your scales, like you're just woodshedding your. And it's it's
1: different, right, like because I get like a group from New Zealand, or I have you have to two sisters from Israel. Yeah, I have these people all over, dude, and I love it because it keeps me on my toes, man. And I make them laugh, bro. Like, this yeah. ain't no cheese. I, like, I put my heart and soul into it because it's like the universe gave me this job because it knew I needed to, like, hone in my comedy skills more. And it's, it, it's what, I it's not a job,
0: dude. It's like... I can't, I can't think of a better, like... I make good money doing what I love. And I never knew
1: that was, a, like, when people are like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I was always like, yeah, that's easy for you because you have fucking money. Like, all right. I don't. right, I've never had a job where I... I've always worked for a boss or in a cubicle or, like, right. a job where I always wanted to call in sick, dude. This job, you can't. And I don't want to because that's money off the,
0: off the table. Yeah, because you, you make good tips. Like, they tip tips. you. Yeah, I only do it um, three days a week. And, I and here's, a, here's a message. And for everybody listening, no matter what city you go to, if you're on vacation and you take a bus or boat tour, that, like, if it's in a bay, Seattle, like, all those things, make sure to tip the person. Yeah. Tip the the tour guide, man. If you don't know that that's an etiquette practice, know it now. Yeah. Tip your tour guide. Please. That's something you need to do. Yeah. Because I don't have health insurance or nothing. I work three days a week. And I don't either. So tip me. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, so this is like, it's, very opportune for you like you get to work on your shit i gotta be funny at 6 a.m when i pick these i was gonna say like so how that day starts very early yeah and you're so where do you catch the bus? you catch the bus first well i go to my shop at what time what time uh, is i gotta meet
1: there like 5 30 so
0: and and uh, stand-up comedy is not um usually known as an early morning no job because you're out like doing spots and stuff oh yeah so getting up, you start your your fucking. That's how you have to be dedicated to your craft. You're up at five thirty. You meet. You start the bus. You get on there, and you've got like you stop at where Caesars. Where'd you say? Like it? Yeah, you yeah, about three Spanish. or four spots on the. street. And you're picking up people from all over the world and country. You're probably hungover. That are in all various states. See, I even asked. You. I, I'm like,
1: anyone here hungover, or still drunk? If They're no hungover. one raises their hand, I'm like, you guys are amateurs, man. <laughs> you mean none of you? You take at a party? fucking yeah. beer out of your pocket, right, dude? Oh, I've, <laughs> I've done that, man. Love. And uh, yeah, it's just that's how I am though. Like I gotta, I gotta get them to know my personality quick. Yeah. Once they do and they like it, then I got them all.
0: Day. I can't imagine because you're already trapped. Trapped maybe isn't the word, but it's like you're stuck on it. Once. You're with them right. for ten hours. If you bomb in that opening beer bit. God, you got way to dig. You got to dig yourself. Which yeah. is also a good skill to have. Dude, well, yourself out well of the here's hole the thing. We cheer. go to
2: breakfast, yeah, you dude. yourself out of the canyon. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, Chris. Oh, Get this guy on a to Get
0: his type three.
2: He's I minutes.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, the cheesier the jokes on a tour, the better. I'll throw in some <laughs> cheese ball ones, but it's my stories that I bait them into. Because I'll like, we go through Joshua Tree Forest. So I talk about, yeah. factually, about the Joshua Trees. But then I rope right. in a dumb little joke because uh, like it's the mormons like they came through and reminded them of a story so they called them the joshua Trees. they're professional that's how you do it then i'm like also according to google they're also big fans of u2's album the joshua tree and people are like really i'm like yeah and then they're like shut your job like it's a comedy tour you're
0: like actually they're not allowed to listen to music, and music right yeah they can't, they're so, not no. allowed yeah <laughs> right so they've but never but just dumb shit like that no but it, I, I love it yeah. people like
1: and I get so many people like come to my shows after a tour. That's amazing. Like I'll be like, guys, I'll be at oh or I'll be over here at the Rio or wherever, and they'll be like, when? And then I, you know, how many times I've I had people from my tour come out, and I love
0: that too. And that, see, and there's another thing like being on tour, going on uh, a tour, we're going city to city. You're building your following, right? right. Whether it's comedy with bands with Chris and I. Uh, or with the the horror conventions, I'm building my audience every time. And when I go back, there's always a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. The unique thing about this tour, like when you're doing these bus tours, these people literally are from all over the place. So they like, they come to you, you've got like this audience that's already there. And then if they come and see you later, they come see you afterwards, whatever. And then they go back to Michigan, Baltimore, Seattle, whatever. And then you have your fucking, right. And the seeds I, are already getting so planted.
1: So since I've started the job about a year and a half now, uh, I've gotten about thirteen new, thirteen hundred new followers. Which I haven't even been trying to get those, but I'm ramping that up now. Yeah. But all of these followers on my Instagram are from the tour, and literally, I have had people like I had a family from Costa Rica. They love the tour. They're like, "You're so funny, man." And the guy owns a little resort down there with like six or seven different cabins. Did he promise you one of his
0: daughters or something? No, but he's
1: like he's like, we do boat tours and stuff. And he's like, We would love for you to come down there, man, and just take one the tours. And he was like, You can even Trainer guides because that's a
0: free vacation that's what dude. i'm saying
1: he's one of many dude i got people in england like mate anytime you come out you say i might come on out. yeah will yeah, take you out i'm like you can be we'll my get pissed yeah. yeah we'll kick your ass yeah. you know
0: we roll it to a force. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah hold again like it's just but funny. that's how like people like that's how like this shit. Because I'm on the bus happens, for 10 but hours, none of this yeah. would have happened if you didn't If you if I, Yeah, if
1: I didn't focus on stand-up. So, and you have to like... And it doesn't help. Like it, comedy is... I want commercial deals maybe, like small roles, and i am like to be famous. Recurring character, whatever. Just you you'll be money. comfortable. We'll take money. some money.
0: So these tours, they're great. And uh, um, the majority of them are great, but much like a stand-up set. Uh, you know, sometimes they could fall a little bit oh, short yeah. of the glory of God. Yes. Uh, and and um, I know that you've had a, a, at least one of those. We were talking about this the other night. Your buddy you introduced me to like, was telling me about a bad uh, bus gig. Can you tell us about the like, yeah. one that didn't work out so well?
1: So that was the other day I my bus broke down. Uh-huh. At the canyon, so it's an hour and a half delay.
0: Bus broke down, people.
1: Now, the, here's the thing all right, this what wasn't a nightmare. This would have been a nightmare if I wasn't such a good tour guide. No, I'm not too. Uh, okay, oh, okay. But they, here's the thing, man. I learned this in sales, man. As long if they're pissed, you got to be just as mad, if not more. So, I'm walking back to the bus. Pete, we're
0: really mad. I missed, I'm mad too. My they name's go- not Pete.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly.
0: I'm just as mad as you are right
1: But now. anyway, I get on the bus and I'm, they could tell I look like sad and upset because all this tour was going so great, man. These people love me. And then I had to tell them like, I got good news and bad news, guys. They're like, what's the good news? I'm like, the good news is none of you fell in the cannon today, so thank you. <laughs> I'm like, bad news? I'm like, bad news is I have to extend the tour an hour and a half because this bus doesn't work and the other guy's on his way to pick us up. So, I don't know. I don't have tools. I don't know how to fix the bus. Does anyone know how to fix a bus? And, like, one idiot raised his hand. I'm like, are you joking or are you serious? He's like, I'm joking. I'm like, yeah, now's not the time.
0: Were you by a bar or something? No,
1: dude, we were in the parking lot of the Grand Canyon. There's not a bar at the Grand Canyon? They don't want anyone getting They should put one in. They should in the bottom. (laughs) jump down there, right? So anyway, that one uh would have been worse if these people weren't so uh so cool. But I had uh last week a family of 12 from uh these uh, these people were from Australia, which usually Australians are pretty nice. Down under mate. But they were like a fucking the most dysfunctional family, dude, and they started fighting early in the morning. It was 12. I think it was supposed to be 14. Two people were probably smart enough to be like, "I don't want to fucking go." What's well, a continent of convicts? So we can
0: agree on. All that. right, so right. yeah, so yeah. these <laughs> fuckers,
1: man, these assholes just ruined the tour. Their negative energy was just so. In the morning, we stop at the Las Vegas sign sometimes for pictures. Yeah, yeah. To Good. kill time, because we all go to this omelet house for breakfast, and I phone the orders in, and then. But if I'm bus two or three, I gotta wait for bus two to get out of there. So I got gotcha. the sign just to kill like twenty minutes. And these fuckers are fighting. I get off the bus. I'm like, go get your st- stupid pictures, right? And they come, they, the one family comes back early, starts moving people's shit so they could sit closer. And I mean, I didn't know this was going on. I'm off the bus. And the family on group comes, they're like, hey, who moved our shit? And there's like a fight on the bus. And I hear it going, yes. on. And I'm like, you know what? They're adults, man. I'm going to see if they can handle this shit civilly before I have to go in and intervene. So, I'm do like, you have a responsibility to intervene? No, but I mean, well, it's, I mean, for the greater good of the tour, yeah, for well, the greater good. Here's like, the thing like, if you want me to intervene, you're all going to look like idiots, which they did. Because yeah. my my driver comes out, Carlos. He's like, Bad, you got to get in there, man. They, they're yelling. So, finally, the one family, half of them come out. They're like, Could you go in there? I'm like, Could I do what? Could I act like an adult? Because you guys clearly can't. And I'm like, I'll go on there. But that's it, man. If I hear a peep out of you guys, I'm kicking off my tour. Like, I, was, I haven't had my coffee yet. And this ain't... Then the bus uh, breaks down right no, there. No, oh, then, then everyone's just sitting there. And I'm like, can we go to breakfast? And we figure this out when we go to breakfast. So we get to breakfast. I have my coffee. I'm like, all right, who who's sitting where? And tell me where you guys want to sit. This is where you're sitting the whole day. I'm like, this is pathetic that I have to do this. And they're like, it they all felt dumb. Uh, I'm like, see these kids? They're well-behaved and uh so anyway that set the tone in the morning i finally want him over a little bit yeah uh we're getting there and then we get to the canyon and I, i'm like cool all right the negative energies is i've beat it out of the bus we're all fun now and then we leave the canyon and uh i have a full bus so there's no empty seat so i do head count i'm like all right let's roll and we get about 45 minutes after we leave i have two immigrants on my bus that weren't on there this morning and I left two other people at the canyon. Oh and my god! god are you out. fucking serious? Dude, I'm an hour out. These are desert highways. This is a bus. You can't I know return. I drive them all the time. Yeah. So you I can. Oh going. my god! So you fucking left. My boss calls, dude, and I don't have signals. So my driver's boss calls. He's like, "You got to go back." I'm like, "We did not leave two people. I got a full bus." And I look at. I see these old people staring at me. I'm like, "Wait a minute," and I I went up. I'm like, "Were you guys?" On, on the bus, and I'm embarrassed because the old bus is like, "Oh my god!" Did he? And then I look oh at my bus, my though. Oh my god, dude! And they're they're from Denmark. They speak no English, so I had my little app, the translate app. Oh god! And they thought they like got anywhere. on a shuttle bus, so they didn't know. And they just sitting there. The two people I left, these two tall Irish dudes. One of them's like bald. The other one had like a mohawk, like hard to fucking miss. But I'm I, and it's on me. But the people sitting next to them, I'm like, you didn't notice. The Mohawk guy wasn't sitting next to. you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Where did the Denmark people think they were going? They they jumped on a sh- they thought they got on a shuttle to go back into to the canyon, like into the canyon. Into
0: like to the bar at the bottom of the like, canyon. No, like
1: like you go the main parking lot, right? There's a shuttle service and you take that in. there's like two stops in the Grand Canyon. So the shuttle takes you And each so stop. they
0: didn't say anything when no, they realized you were driving through
1: the mountains right? They, they tried. Nevada. So it was a bad situation. And then I'm like, well, we have to turn around. So I pick up the two guys. They're oh not my people. God. They're pissed. But do you know, in hindsight, I'm like, you were late anyway. If you were on time, we wouldn't have had this problem. Those immigrants wouldn't have had a seat to sit <laughs> in. So anyway,
0: uh, and I tell my boss that, he's like, no, I could understand this. I'm like, it's late. In the so day. you're already 45 minutes to an hour out. You have to turn around, go back, yeah. kick off the Denmark. Because they drove their
1: car to the canyon. So I had to take them. I was going to be like, fuck it. Tell those other two guys to catch a bus. Th- they wish. can write a bad review, whatever. But I wish you would have gotten all the way back. Dude, so, back and, I, and I'm yelling at them. I'm like, guys, this morning you weren't working with me? You guys didn't even notice the Mohawk guy? I and mean, You've been sitting next to them all day? And you, I'm like, this is the worst tour I've ever been on. I was like, I wish I could write a review about you guys, because it would be like a three oh, and a half. Oh, shit.
0: Three and a half. And a half. That's it. that's pretty. That's I, know. Yeah, I was pretty being bad. nice. Yeah, exactly. I still want some
1: tips, man. <laughs> you know,
0: uh, but did you get tips?
1: I out? Did, dude, bro. I, I like guilted them. I made them you feel got s- some pity tips because I'm like, and they felt bad. They're like, yeah, we should have noticed. I'm like, none of you don't notice these two old people. <laughs> All of you sitting around them didn't even notice these two <laughs> Irish I people. Am job. Uh, this is dude. I was that's and my hilarious. and my driver's like he was mad. I'm like motherfucker. Like, don't be mad at me, dude. He's like, oh, it happens. I know, but goddamn, man. I'm like, dude, you're not making it. You're not helping, man. Just drive.
0: Damn, i like, I'll, I'll
1: break you off some extra money. That's
0: a nightmare situation. So, dude, and
1: I finally get back, dude. Like, <laughs> not it, only did you forget oh, two people, you had two extra people, yeah, now, dude. <laughs> insult to injury. This is why I lost it at the end. The fucking <laughs> bitch family that, that was causing the, the problems in the morning. Dude, they had a show to see Blue Man Group at seven. We got back at like 7.20. And they asked me, they're like, oh, are you gonna reimburse us for our show ticket? I'm like, fuck no. They're like, well, you left those people, so you made us late. I'm like, hey man, shit happens.
0: Okay. I'm not responsible for Blue Man Group tickets. Like, read the sign, lady.
1: Right, I'm like, you know what? If your flight gets delayed, uh, you ask them for free tickets, even if the pilot forgot where he was going? Like, no. They do, though. I know, but they don't (laughs) say it. They say it's engine failure or something, you know? That's so, fucking, and, and she looked, I'm yeah. like, are you really going to ask me that? I'm like, you know not Call my boss and see what he says. I guarantee you he's going to laugh. But you can try. Here's and she just looked at me and I'm like, get the fuck out of my life. And sometimes I cannot wait to see these, uh, never see these people again. I bet. Like, some people are just so ignorant or it's like you're on vacation. Well, it's
0: like, why are you there in the first place? Right. Like, dude, you're on vacation. I can only imagine like there's a 12 family, like person family one and a half of those people wanted to do that right. and they, <laughs> they tried and everybody else gotta be up like, it's you know, five, no like, mate no we'll throw a shrimp on the barbie and we'll be there because we're gonna to go to the Grand Canyon
2: I don't wanna see the Grand Canyon right like, tire, yeah. just
0: don't take look people, I saw it on
2: the plane for free exactly right, right. Thing, see, that's great right.
0: people listen when you're on vacation with other people if they don't wanna do what you wanna do don't force them because then shit like this happens. Right. Let and it's sad. And no one has a good time. Then all you do <clears> is <throat> think about your vacation like, oh yeah, we, we went to the front brim of the Grand Canyon. Right, yeah. When Maddie made us all go or whatever the fuck. Now for like, the
1: record, now every problem
0: person is Australian. They
1: just happen to be. No, uh, to <laughs> me they are.
0: <laughs> no,
1: like I, I love, like Australians are cool. New Zealand people, dude. They're like the Canadians of the Southern Hemisphere. They're so polite. Like they're super two
0: nice. Ah, Central Park. Poly- yeah, I I love. Uh, uh, what is that? Flight of the Concords. Oh, Those so, guys oh are yeah, Freddy's dude. Yeah, dude. Um, Pat, so we've talked a lot about your journey getting here. This what? What were your like? Your stand up influences. Okay, I guess. so I love. Like stuff. how did how did you get to this? Like through who did you come? To be like, I want to do this.
1: So, I love watching, like, uh, Johnny Carson back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I would stay up and watch it. And then my parents had HBO, too. So, I would watch, like, Dangerfield. It's like like, uh, what was it? Um,
0: he had a couple spe- the specials where he brought out.
1: Right, like, his show. What was it called? Like... Uh, it
0: was called Like Last
1: Night or Dangerfields was Yeah, on. Dangerfield. Whatever yeah. like yeah, several stuff Ken would come out and Joel Rivers was on it. Yeah. Roseanne, yeah. she was another one, dude. I thought she was hilarious. Um, one of
0: my favorites, uh uh what the fuck? His name just went right out of my head. Robert Schumann. No, no, um Bill Hicks. Oh, Bill Hicks! Yeah, Bill Hicks was on one of those. Yeah, so like, I would watch the that. sticker is on the side of my car. As a Bill, Bill Hicks, kid, the Houston guy, right?
1: As a kid, I, my parents are like they didn't really care if I stayed up and watched like dirty movies or not. Like on HBO, you know, no, I didn't they have, have thick, strict parents, so Just jerk but off. that's the shit that I would watch. That a boogie flicks was like You fucked up dude. like the no, fields, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then even like on Carson when you'd have like Richard Jenny and fucking mm-hmm. like. Uh, Howie Mandel rest when he was power. a stand up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Rest in Power, exactly. But yeah, those, like, that kind of got, I love just the way they would come out, talk to a crowd for five minutes and just wow them and then get off stage. Like, did that power,
0: right. right,
1: of that, like, intrigued me? And I'm good at being funny, man. It's all I know how to do, man. It's all I knew when I had my job in, in his insurance. I sucked at it, but. I was happy. Cut Morale was fun and good when I was around meetings and shit. Clients liked me. They liked the work I did, but they liked me uh, as far as like entertainment wise and just being funny. But I again, like I need to find something that comedy is what keeps me employed and not the reason I'm not fired. You know what I mean? So this job,
0: my comedy makes me better at it. Right, but, uh, so, is there, like, a, a, sp- any certain, like, this is my so favorite So, I'm gonna say, right now, Joan you...
1: Rivers was one of my favorites growing up, her okay. sarcasm, kind of reminding me of my mom. Yeah. And then, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh. George Carlin, George
0: Carlin. I love George Carlin. Like,
1: I would watch his specials on HBO, um, and, dude, just the way his wordplay, the way he did his storytelling, not just the jokes, but just the way he, uh, formatted his style, and, uh. Seeing his early days when he was kind of goofy, yeah, and he more like a lot dippy like
0: Out in the um other room in my my vinyls, I have like a bunch of comedy albums. I have several Carlin ones, the old ones when he's like hippie, like yeah, when he's they're, just they're, they're a little they're but he yeah, like they're, they're a little sillier, yeah. And then it gets hits this point where it's like now he has something to say, right, and he's going to tell you about it using his way of comedy right now but we're not into your jokes my we, want your, we
1: want your opinion here's it's this which is like what for. Bill Hicks did Hicks yeah. is my favorite
0: I want to hear his opinion not like, his joke right? he he could just tell you about all this stuff in a very funny way but it was very like philosophical and it made yeah. you think more than it, it just was like a cheap quick laugh right. exactly um, that, that's those are the kind of comedians I like I like one-liner. The cheap, like, I can't do. I love
1: one-liners because I don't. One-liners to do are it.
0: that's got to be the hardest kind of comedian.
1: It be. is, and I like it because I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and it's fun for me to just relax my brain and just list. like Stephen Wright, dude. I to say, Stephen Wright.
0: Um, uh, Mitch Hedberg. He- I was just gonna say another Texas guy. Martin, Dimitri Martin. Dimitri, yeah, Rustin Power. All these guys are dead. All three. of No, Dimitri's not. Dimitri's not. No, no. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else then, but Mitch is Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I know Mitch and Richard Jennings are dead. Oh, but yeah. But stand-up, uh, I mean, one-liner comics, I mean, you, you got to, like, okay, so the, the only thing I could, maybe Chris, like, this can, like, uh, compared to, like, what us, what we do. So Chris and I, we have our band, our punk rock band. You have know, seen us. We're yeah, The, the yeah. songs are super fast, and the covers yeah. are super fast. So when we play cover shows, like, we used to play this place called Old City Pub back in Houston all the time. Like, once a month, it was a great gig. It paid awesome. But we had to play four sets. So, our four set show would be like 89 songs, 86 right. songs, something crazy like that, because we're playing all these songs so fast. Right, right. That they're not taking up the time that you would normally Yeah, rewrite. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna play these ten songs and that takes up the time, like bitch, not us. <laughs> so like that's the same thing with like one liner comics. They're they're not just like they're not setting up like a story or like a callback or anything. It's no. just like boom, boom, right, boom, boom, T-Ski, boom. Like Roddy, right dude, you were yeah. just bang, 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 yeah. bang. Like yeah. I'm like, how do you remember a whole, all this? Or different dude.
1: Different dude. like, different like different Jackie the joke man, remember like Stern from guy? Stern, yeah. Just street joke, but he knew a million of them. Yeah. That's it's like that's a talent to remember. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I When people, they're like, oh, tell me a joke. I literally don't have like a pocket. First bucket. of all,
0: if somebody, if you, if, so, if you're in a, talking in a conversation with people and you're like, I'm a comedian and they're like, tell me a joke, punch it. them in the Nobody face. We hate that. Just punch them right in the <laughs> Sometimes face. Sometimes I'm like, well, it's
1: a knock, knock joke, yeah. but you have to start it. And They're like, all right, knock, knock. And I'm like, who's there? And they're like, well, huh? I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Like, just so you know, <laughs> people <laughs> you who I are guess.
0: listening, if you meet a stand up comedian and you ask them to tell you a joke, you are an asshole. Yeah. Don't, don't ask. Do just it. hang out. Eventually it'll come. Right. if you're like what if you say like oh I work in insurance what do you want someone to say give me a quote you? yeah you got, <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> a second here shut the fuck oh, right. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do it it's not cool <laughs> <laughs> Chris what's your do you have a favorite stand up at all like uh, I know you said you like to watch like the Netflix stuff or do you, do you have one if you don't it's okay I'm just, just curious no
2: but I'm hoping that you do something while I'm still here then go see yeah, you yeah you, right?
0: definitely you're here for
1: what like two more weeks alright yeah I got you yeah. Probably next week I'll be getting some more. There's a big comedy festival in town right now, Skink Fest. Oh, okay. means something different. More
2: comedy. <laughs> no, it's like, but it's a big one, dude.
1: Like stand up, like all these big comedy. Stand up's come gonna come. be lot of them. Yeah, there's a. Uh, oh, it's I all see, over, it's some all some over town.
0: I have his book right there.
1: This is yeah, my yeah, fame right so there. So Google
0: or look up Skink It'll tell you when and where each. My wife loves comedy. She's always
2: listening to comedians and comedy podcasts. Yeah,
0: shouts out Ren. Ren and I do like a lot of the same comedy podcasts. Um but uh yeah man um I don't know. I think like uh Pat Thank you so much for being on the show with oh, us. I appreciate today. you having me. Just uh, chatting, it's amazing to talk to you about your story and and everything. And like, uh, I can't wait to see where you go from here because it's going to be big. Well, you know what's cool, man? It's just hanging out with you, hanging out with some of the artists it, in the yeah. arts district. We like, have a good group. Creative We people. have a good group. Right, and I don't hang out
1: with a ton of comics no. either because like, I need to get out of that. Like attracts
0: like. Right, well, yeah. So hang out. I really
1: appre- like, you give me a lot of good influence and inspiration with the Likewise, radio, dude. because you don't quit. And I, I have a tendency to kind
0: of stray away from what's important. So it's hard to be around people that can It's hard. And you know what? And that's what you do. You surround yourself with those people and then metal sharpens metal and that's right, all that bro. kind of stuff. Where can uh, everyone that's listening follow you and yeah, check, how can check I out? hear your stuff? Yeah. Yeah. How I'm how can we check you show. out?
1: All right, so you go on my Instagram, which is Pat Chase Me, or my Facebook, Patrick Chase Comedy, or my YouTube, which is Pat. Uh, Patrick chase me Patrick chase me on
0: YouTube are there clips of your uh, uh on right now I like?
1: just changed up my
0: YouTube I'll be posting clips on okay. there like in the next day or two I have some clips A- any um on. so this is I'm gonna this uh, this is pretty much gonna come out immediately is there anything you want to plug right now coming up uh, next week for Las Vegas people so next week uh follow my Instagram
1: next Thursday I'll be at Oeo uh, comedy Club yeah uh, it's me uh, or, or the On, Vegas Comedy Rock Club next Thursday. Which is which is at uh, next the fourth, October fourth. Yeah. And week. if you don't know where Oyo is, it's where the Hooters is located, next to Tropicana across And we the, all know where
0: the Hooters is. It's not really Hooters anymore. Yeah, October 4th We're, October, not, we're uh, free, right? October fourth. Yeah, they're right. not free.
1: Uh, they're like leftovers.
0: Um check it out. Hey everybody, check out my man Pat Chase. Chris Jett and I, also the Vegas people, we are playing October second at Berlin no, Bar. Third, third. October I 3rd really. I mean sorry October oh, I'll 3rd get it for I Tuesday, I got the October calendar 3rd. Right here. You're October right. 3rd. Sorry my bad. Tuesday, October 3rd at Berlin. Uh it's going to be amazing. It's a free show from 8 to 10. Please come out. And see us. Check out uh my man Pat Chase. Uh pleasure to have you here. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. appreciate it, man. Chris, thank you for being on the show finally. I know you usually avoid them. You're a man <laughs> a, man. You're a man of few words, but we respect that. We appreciate it. <laughs> we're having a good time this week so we're I'm looking forward to our shows and our new record. Which should come out hopefully before the end of this year, called "Who Hurt You" uh, from John Wayne is Dead. It sounds amazing. Pat, maybe we'll play you a couple uh, tracks after this when we stop recording. Hey, so, man. thank you, everybody. Don't forget, check me out at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram and TikTok, and then John Wayne Coming Ali on Facebook. Also, uh, go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all your John Wayne is Dead needs. Yeah, buy
2: records so I can fly home. You
0: can buy the records <laughs> at the shop page. We'll sign them. All my books uh, and on the shows page. Shows you exactly where I am. I still have many dates before the end of the year. So if I'm coming to your city, come by and see me. Come to the booth. Let's have a good time and hang out. Thank you again to Pat Chase. Thank you again to Chris Jett. And uh, I will see you all soon. Bye.